the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Okay, and Sam and I are standing here looking at probably the most interesting uh, stand I've seen for a bit, uh, Tiger Drops, um, Precious Oil, Hemp CBG. But what really stands out are the boys, and I, what, what are your names? Tig and Christopher. Tig and Christopher. And these guys have got the most amazing hemp-looking suits. I don't know how else to describe hemp that. Suits. Hemp suits. Yeah. And the tie, man. And the tie. It's, it's amazing. That's the complete package. <laughs> You've got to represent when you're working with a stigmatized plant. Yeah. You know, we have to fuck a mana. We have to make mana. We have to bring respect to the plant which so many people actually are afraid of because they have been lied to you know uh, and really it's anti-competitive practices you know uh, in the 1600s we knew more about cannabis than the public knows today in the 1800s the public knew more about cannabis than they knew today in the 1900s the public knew more about cannabis than they knew today why because for the last hundred years, we've been told the opposite of the truth. Right. Have you um, seen the hemp reno? Uh, yeah. It's in the innovation tent, and they've been using hemp plants. It's a fiber and hemp mix. I, I have not. But yeah. hemp is a strategic resource. Yeah. Food, uh, top quality food, essential fatty acids, protein, you know, amazing. Um, fiber, top quality fiber, also top quality uh, chemical feedstock, amazing. Um, medicine. Medicine is where we start to come to the, the grunty, political, complicated bit, right? Because forget medicine. It's a vegetable, right? But this vegetable is a prohibited food, which they've made a pharmaceutical. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I, 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 can, I can go with that. So what is it that you've got here? This uh, Tiger Drops Holy Hemp. Uh, yeah, well, we're activists. Um, both of us at it a long time now. Um, I have a social enterprise called the Hemp Foundation, uh, and with that, I spent 40 grand teaching doctors for free, wrote the first course in New Zealand for doctors on cannabis as a medicine, and which was approved by the College of GPs, um, and have a year 13 unit, uh, year 13 biology unit as well for secondary school students. So I'm a history teacher myself. Uh, you can see here Jesus healing the blind under the cannabis tree in a mosaic from a thousand-year-old Catholic cathedral of cannabis built by a king and blessed by three popes. Interesting, eh? Yeah, I'm, I'm not religious myself, I will admit, but... Uh... I, went to a school, I went to a school full of pedophiles, okay? <laughs> so, you know, churches have done a lot to give themselves a bad name. But at the end of the day, religions are built upon social wisdom. How institutions use that wisdom to manipulate people is a different thing to the social wisdom that our histories offer us as a gift. Cool. So you're here with uh, these um, drops yep. and as, as uh, uh, activists, so what is it that you're hoping to get out of the field days um, for you? And, and have you done the field days thing I, before? I was here at field days last year. Uh, well, I'm hoping to avoid bankruptcy at this point. Um, yeah, yeah. 
So the, the Hemp Foundation's, as I said, enormously expensive, you know, teaching for free, you know. Um, so the idea with Tiger Drops is to connect people with a product that helps them to understand the plant a bit better and to fund the activism. So these are world-leading products that we're offering at world-beating prices as well. Uh, so we have here the Canna Cosmetics. So these are cannabinoid-containing cosmetics. We have here the balms, the hemp balm with extracts. And, and what would you use the balm for? Uh, so the balm, we, legally, we can say that people can use them as cosmetics. That's, gotcha. That's what we can do. With the oils here, uh, these are prohibited foods. Um, like, they're legal foods for nearly a billion people, but in New Zealand, they're prohibited foods. So we can't legally recommend anybody puts these oils under their tongue to be absorbed by the soft tissues. We can't legally recommend they start with a couple of drops morning and night, and we can't legally recommend they add a couple more every three to five days. So we don't. So don't ask us. Right. Got it. (laughs) We also don't make any claims for anxiety, stress, depression, pain, sleep, mood disorders like bipolar, menopause, endometriosis, IBS, IBD, Crohn's disease, bone density modulation, restless legs, neuroprotection, inflammation, muscle relaxation, or a range of cancers. They are available as holy hemp oils in accordance with scripture for anointing your precious objects and making them sacred. Good. Good. Yeah. Also available as novelty cannabis collectibles. Get the whole set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty pretty cool. And do you think that we're going to have a change in the law around this anytime soon? Uh, so I've been doing this seven years. I have boxes and boxes and boxes of Official Information Act requests. And it's very, very obvious that um, Red, Blue and the Medicines Regulator MedSafe have worked in collusion to deny us foods with health benefits. Uh, the food regulator in 2016 could see no reason to deny the public access to foods that were rich in CBD. No reason, because of its safety and benefit. But it acknowledged that the ministerial forum had requested it to set a really low limit of CBD in foods to, quote, distinguish between a food and a therapeutic good. That means the politicians had asked the food regulator to restrict the amount of CBD in food so that people could not have a food with health benefits, so that people would have to go through a medical system, a pharmaceutical system, that would reduce their access, maximize their expense, and retard the progress to the public of this category. And they actually had to go and create a legal lie Yeah, because the government's own laboratory, ESR, was jumping up and down, saying CBD is not a controlled drug. Their own internal advice was saying CBD is not a controlled drug. But MedSafe had to make it a controlled drug to give the food regulator a legal reason to stop us having CBD foods. And that's what they did. So my understanding, and and I know nothing uh, really, but is that it would have to... be a substance that you could overdose on. Can you overdose on CBD? You cannot. Um, The the Misuse of Drugs Act, which they always quote at us, right? Something must have a high to very high or moderate risk of harm to individuals or society. 
as the food regulator said in this instance, CBD is safe, well tolerated, and has beneficial properties. Yeah, cannabinoids are the single safest therapeutic class of molecules that we know of, because, like your house has a Wi-Fi system, right? When the Wi-Fi drops out, oh, it's not good. We have metaphorically a Wi-Fi system in our body. And it's called our cannabinoid system. And your cannabinoid system uses cannabinoids instead of Wi-Fi. We make more than 60. Hemp, cannabis, the vegetable, makes more than 200. Which is why, throughout human history, every culture that has had access to it and that has understood it has held it as sacred. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm learning a lot here. This is really good. Um, so... A few years ago, we had a uh, referendum about legalizing cannabis. Yeah, that was a scam. So when they told us they were legalizing medical cannabis, what they actually did was they actually broke the hemp regulations, which enabled hemp farmers to make any product of hemp, and they made it so that only pharmaceutical companies could make any product of hemp. So far from legalizing medical cannabis... What they actually did was drove the final nail in the coffin on denying us functional foods, nutraceuticals, foods with health benefits that farmers could grow, that farmers could make into products, and that farmers could sell directly to the public. And they're all guilty. Red, blue, and the ministry. So, because we're in an agricultural space here at the moment... um, Will, are farmers able to grow this sort of stuff for their um, uh, livestock or, or that sort uh, of thing? It is forbidden. Uh, it is forbidden to feed, in New Zealand, it's forbidden to feed hemp to animals, even though it's well established that it will calm them, settle them, uh, you know, it makes better quality eggs, it may, you know, it increases your milk output. Yeah, no, it's forbidden. Which countries are doing hemp right? Uh, good question. Um... Arguably, no one's doing it perfectly, but there's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, Colorado, there's amazing work happening in Colorado, amazing work happening in Oregon. Uh, the Swiss are leading the way in ways as well. Um, yeah, on a different way, like the Spanish and the Portuguese have freed it for the public, you know, uh, much more of a, a human rights and more of a social, socially responsible way. Whereas in New Zealand, we really seem to be driven by a specifically corporate pharmaceutical market controlling. Like public servants have a duty of stewardship and everything that's been done in this space has been anti-stewardship, anti, you know, public. Yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely, I, I get you there. All right, I had better, there's a, a big crowd of people um, starting to, to form around me and I'm, I'm feeling self-conscious. So we're going to leave that there. It's been great talking to you. Thank you Thanks. Lovely. You're very welcome. Have a great day. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.